water off a duck's back. I tell you what. See you later, duck. Back and ducks. This bloke here, A, he's got a rippled tough back. There's no doubt about that. And Old tough back. Old tough back. Not like old fat back. <laughs> no. No, no, Matt, he's a tough Shout back. out to Matt Sears, yes, by the way. Yes, if he's listening. Fat back Sears. Rico too. Yeah, he's got yeah. the fat back. He's got a heavy fat back. In fact, he might be able to tell us who's in the fat back society as well. He would know. Josh Mansour is training the house down season. I'm pleased to say the source is coming into your ears live <laughs> through the run home with Joel and Fletch. It's always a pleasure, boys. Oh, uh, what, what are you up to? What did you do today? Tell me exactly what, what you did when you woke up from seven a.m. onwards. No, nah, I woke up earlier than that, Fletch. Come on, um, okay. mate, I actually went to the gym at six a.m. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I went to go train, lift some weights, and uh, I, th- I started off um, doing some dumbbell bench. Uh, started on fifty kilos each, so you know, no biggie. And uh, before my, uh, end of my set, end, end of my set, I go to drop the dumbbells, and uh, I hear a crack. I go to look on the floor, and I see my phone in pieces, and uh, that's how I started oh. my day, Fletch. Uh, are you one of those people when you go into the gym, you put it on a tripod and film yourself? Uh, we spoke about that last time, funny enough. Yeah, I know. I exactly. Because I, I saw do you that. do it. I saw you do it. Lies. But you know what, Brian? I have seen it. I'm just waiting for you to... I keep asking you because I did see you do it. Oh, some people can get away with it. Mm. I can't. Yeah. I couldn't do that. It's all good. Miss I, I can. 100% you know Miss I can. Miss I can. I can't. I can't do it. It's not in me. It's not in me. Listen, I love you know, getting a phone out here and there, you know, maybe a bit of a mirror pose, but I can't set up mm. a tripod and you know, full, go for an exercise and record myself. I can't do it. I can't do it. Hey, Sauce, are you training every single day? Uh, no, not really. Last week, um, listen, I love training. Uh, there's definitely no secret there. But uh, last week, I kind of had a down low week and um, I didn't really do too much. Uh, but I started to ramp up again. And, you know, I like to try at least three, four times a week, put it that way. Yeah. Now, last time we spoke to you, Sauce, it was just before the grand final and you correctly predicted. You said Penrith will win, Nathan Cleary will get the Clive mm. Churchill um, medal and you also predicted it would be a tight one. At, mm, mm. With with thirteen or eighteen minutes to go, whatever it was, what were you thinking? Like, did you? I don't mean, you know the ins and outs of Nathan. You know how good he is. You know how good their system is. Did you think they were gone? I did. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch watching the game. The game, and uh, sorry, I was I was, uh, I was there first, and then I come home a bit later. And um, when I saw the squad half time, I was like, shit, uh, I completely messed that up. But uh, I still knew the boys were in for a fight because. I remember that 2020 grand final we were up against Melbourne and uh, we were absolutely getting flogged that first half and, and we, uh, I think it was like 20 minutes ago, almost similar situation and uh, we were coming home and unfortunately it just wasn't enough time on the clock for us that year but, um, mate, it just, it just proves it's just, it's just, like that, that Penrith team is so resilient and they're in the fight no matter what and, you know, Nathan, the, the Iceman, he stepped up and, you know, that's why he's played the big bucks, right? Uh, 20 minutes ago, I've got to say, I gave them no hope in the world but, Mate, they they definitely proved me wrong, and I, I was yeah I was on the edge of my seat that whole game. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Hey, Josh, honest opinion because I personally think I love Jerome Luai as a player. I think he's an absolute mm. gun. The energy he brings, the style he plays, which is a bit different to most. I love all that. However, I actually do believe that we saw the best ever game or games from Nathan Cleary in the absolute mm. eye when he was just forced to be the absolute control of the team. So with that in mind, if you're Penrith, you know, do you see more out of Cleary if he has maybe a quieter 
partner alongside him than, say, someone, a dominant personality like Jerome Luai? What do you th- honestly think? Well, I, I thought Jack Cogger did an outstanding job once he came on. I, I think uh, Isaiah was off at the same time. So yep. I feel like they were using Jack Cogger more of as a first receiver. Normally you see you know, you know, kind of dig into the line and play at the back, similar to Jake Chaboyevich. But I think Jack Cogger was kind of really digging into the line, you know, really attacking um, on the ball. And um, I feel, yeah, Nate kind of does rely on Jerome sometimes, but I feel like he had no choice but to step up and really take you know, take as much pressure as he can on his shoulders. And, you know, what? he just flourished under pressure. And that's what Nathan does. Like, he, he really loves that uh, high-pressure situation. And, you know, as a halfback, um, you know, the the stage was set for him. You know, what a story it would have been. And, you know, he definitely took it on. And I remember speaking to him after the game, actually. I was just, I was actually FaceTiming him. And we were just, I was like, what? Like, I was just speechless. I was, I was like, what the hell? And he was like, he goes, man, I don't know what to tell you. He, he himself was just absolutely in awe of what he, what he pulled off. And um, as a, you know, like as an ex-teammate of his, I couldn't be happier for him because, you know, he's put in the work on and off the field. He's put in so many hours of dedication. And uh, to me personally, it's no surprise what he pulled off. Now, Source, obviously you know him quite well. What do you think he's like as a boyfriend? Is he quite... Uh, is he generous? Like, if they're going out... Because Mary's on the big bucks as well. Do you think uh, he would be shouting the first meal they got together? Do you think he's bought her a new Rolex? Has he bought her some sheepskin car seat covers? What's he like as a boyfriend, do you think? And, and is this his first serious girlfriend? Well, put this way, I don't want to reveal too much, um, but okay. you know he's ready to settle down. He's ready to settle down, and uh, I have given him um, some relationship advice. But I don't know. Oh, if oh hang on, Will. Okay, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. What relationship advice did you give uh, Nathan Cleary <laughs> about? Um, I'm not going to reveal dating. too much, but no, just give um, us give us your your go tos. Training the date game down. Yeah. Okay. Don't do that. What What are some no goes? What 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 you got to be, yes. you got to be a very good communicator, and you know, yeah. as a halfback, that's going to be easy for him. Yeah. Um, you got to build trust. Trust is yeah. another pillar in a relationship where you have to have. Yeah. Um, and um, what was the other thing I told him? I actually can't bloody remember. But you know what? Uh, those are the two things. Uh, clear as day, that's what I told him. Okay. What are the couple of things you should never do on a date or in a relationship? Other than the obvious, well, but... Well, you know, I think chivalry is a bit of a dying trait these days. So, you know, mm. um, you know little things like opening the car door, you know, yep. pulling the seat back, letting her seat down first, always yes. pouring uh, the wine in her glass first. Like, oh. I think those things go a long way. Um, mm. You know, I think as well, you don't want to be too nice. I think too oh. nice is a bit of a turn-off for females these days. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm not saying you, you can't be a gentleman, but, you know, you can't be... Over nice. Okay. I reckon you. I reckon you would have struggled with that sauce. Like being nice. Well, it's just he's naturally that way, Brian. Yeah, that's the yeah. Portuguese side of him. Is it? You should see the Lebanese yeah. side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I am a. I am a hopeless romantic. I am. I am. Uh, you, you are a good catch. Do you think this is real love between um, Nathan and Mary? Do you think this? This could be it. Uh, mate, it is, I think it's in early stages, but um, mm. do I? Do I feel that it might? you know, bloom into something else. Uh, I, yeah, it could, but um, I think it'll be, you know, a bit of a challenge for both of them. Obviously, Nathan's here in Sydney and uh, Mary's over there playing in um, the Women's Premier League. So it's, uh, it's going to be a bit of a hard one for him. Uh, I don't know if any of them had a long-distance relationship before, but, um, you know, it's 
again, it's a challenge that I'm sure that it's they'll, they'll both for the take and it's really worth it to them and they'll mm. both, you know, suck it up and, and make that sacrifice. You do a lot of stuff for love, yeah. don't you? Uh, do you think yeah, uh, you do. Uh, Nathan's parents have met Mary yet? I don't know. No, I have okay. no idea yet. Don't know. Okay, don't know. that's a good question. Right. But I, I feel back to your relationship. But I, I, I reckon, yeah, Nate's a kind of generous guy. So yeah, I reckon, I reckon, yeah, he would buy a Rolex if it came to it. Yeah, okay, what's some of his bad sort of traits, Nathan? Because like, we always see him, because yeah. he's obviously a very talented athlete. He's, he's very polished in front of the camera. <laughs> what's, what's some of the things that are a bit of a turn off, do you think? Like, does he eat with his uh, mouth open? No, um, where I think there might be a bit of a clash, he invests a lot of time and uh, energy into his football. So, you know, time away from spending time with the missus might come, uh, that might be a bit of a hurdle, but uh, I feel like he'll make enough time to spend, spend with his missus. So, um, I'm, I'm playing Switzerland here, clearly. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, yeah, don't know. so just on the Switzerland comment, I... you've got the podcast now, the Let's Trot podcast with... Josh Adokar. Now, one of the hardest things for former athletes who are recently retired is really getting off the back fence. I tell you who's doing a really good job with that, Willie Mason. Critiquing. Critiquing. That's the hardest part in media when you're a formerly retired athlete. Are you prepared to to just step right out of the crease and attack when and if needed? Yes, but not as direct as uh, Mason. I, won't, I have right. to say, I feel like, yeah, you know what, Mason's doing an outstanding job and uh, he can be a bit aggressive sometimes. Uh, I don't think I got, I got that in me, but, um, you know, if you know, someone's playing below average, um, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll pull them up, but in a way where, you know, I'm not absolutely kicking him into the dirt, you know. Okay, who, who had a bludger of a season last year, Josh? Come on. Mm. Oh, bludger of a season. <laughs> oh, all right. You've got me thinking. Now you've got me on the spot, <laughs> Joel. All right. yeah, see, see, I, wish Ryan, you, I wish you sent me these questions beforehand. I would have prepped up. <laughs> hey, you know, there's, uh, a, there's, a, there's a term called dissonance, which you, means what? you're torn. Yeah. You know, you feel like dissonance. you're being torn in your chest. Yes, he, he's experiencing that right now because he's such a good guy. So, but so, he's under pressure of I, coming I can up say, with something. I can say as a team, I can say team-wise, like I feel like South obviously play, um, should have should have been playing finals footy with the squad yeah. that they had. Um, Ooh, yeah. You know, that's, a, that's an obvious one. Uh, I feel like Parramatta was a bit of a disappointment as well. Like they played grand, not grand finalists in 2022, so not to even make the finals, obviously they're definitely achieved there. So. Yeah, but I'm not going to point out an individual, but those two teams <laughs> yeah. really want to no. come in. Don't do it. Don't listen. Don't. Souls, do not <laughs> listen really, to this man He's trying to start a fly, isn't he? No. I'm trying to help him. No, I'm trying to help you him, don't need to. You don't need to. Just, just play the nice guy. Every, everyone loves a nice guy. So are we safe to say now that you've retired now from rugby league? No, I'm not officially retired, no. I haven't hung up the boots just yet, but... Um, okay. Yeah, still, still decision weighing over my head, and uh, it's a, I don't know. But what about you, Fletch? How did you go when uh, you had to announce your retirement? I knew I was gone. I just said, "I'm see you later." Did you? I, I remember the exact time. I was over in England, and we were playing against Leeds. It was during a game. It was during a game, and wow. I there was a gap. Yep. And I remember running. I thought, "I'm, I'm through here," and I just got cleaned up like this young <laughs> winger, you dummy half, and I just thought. I'm done. Oh, but I would, I would have, I would have gone through there. How old were you, Brian? Thirty-three. Oh, that's a good run. Yeah, yeah. Well, by a winger too far out, I would have hit the ego. 
<laughs> yeah, the little winger, the little kid. Um, so, have, is there any offers on the table, Source? Uh, to be honest, I haven't really spoken to my management um, lately, to be honest. Um, that's honest truth. And, uh, again, like, I'm just, you know, doing my own training. Uh, you know, there was an opportunity to go back to play for Newtown, but I don't know if I want to do that just yet. I'm still... Okay. Yeah, I'm still up in the air. I'm still up in the air. I haven't decided. I haven't decided. All right. Well, now we've got you on here for training the house down. So that basically is, for our listeners out there, players who are going above and beyond their usual sort of training with the club. I know Ryan Madison's always thereabouts. Like he's there doing <laughs> some weights. Can I say about Ryan Madison? Oh, my yes. God. What a body. What a body. Do you reckon he'll all up with photos? I don't know, but he's got everything going on at the moment. Oh, Can I ask both of you? If there was yeah. a lineup of say five bodies in the rugby league, yeah. good, bad, and ugly, do you reckon you'd go close to picking them if their heads were removed from the shop? Have oh, they got like no like sort of merchandise? No, to, no, just just no. I'm not that much of a weirdo. No, <laughs> sugar. I don't go. I don't go around. Hey, hey our, our man is a connoisseur of this subject. So yeah, you could probably do it, Josh. Couldn't you? Oh, don't, don't make me do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, well, I, I, I want to ask you: Have you seen anything you've, on? Online or any articles, is there any player at the moment who you know is going down going down to see Roger Fabry down there at Centennial Park in the Roger Fabry Academy? Have you well, there's a couple, n- noticed there's anyone? There's the regulars. There's the regulars. You obviously got Jason Saab. You've got uh, Bronson Cherry. Uh, I've caught up with Bronson Cherry a couple of weeks ago, and um, he's looking fit as ever. Uh, he's ready to rip in in pre-season. Obviously, had a, a bit of an absence away from the game, and um, he's obviously back to make amends for that. And he's looking like yeah, I'm I'm, I'm keen to see what Brod's going to bring in 2024. Uh, Jason Starr, uh, mate, he's always with Roger, and for obvious reasons, he's one of the fastest wickets in the game. So Roger's obviously fine-tuning him and try to shave off a couple of seconds, um, which is pretty scary. Um, who else would there be? Obviously, Wright Madison. We spoke about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's adopted a bit of the influencer uh, lifestyle. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, especially oh, on no. TikTok. You know? No, do yeah. tell. What's he, what's he influencing? What sort of... He's, influ- he's doing a bit of cooking. Uh, he's doing um, a, bit of tr- a couple of training videos. Um, go, go check him out. Go check him out. It's, uh, yeah. is, he, is he in a relationship, Madison? He would have them throwing themselves mm. at Royal yeah. Madison's door. Well, well, well um, I spoke to Adam Dewey the other day and he showed me the uh, Daily Telegraph um, uh, column where they were talking about the best bachelors in rugby league and it was full showing me. I was like, mate, I don't know who they, who they think you, I don't know why they picked you in that, but um, yeah, he was pretty proud of that. Adam Dewey's uh, eligible bachelor. He'd be a good catch. I've, I've uh, had a chat to him a couple of times. He's been unlucky in love a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah, he told yeah. me, well, He's I said, up. stop dating people who go into your Instagram. Like, they just direct And you know what? Adam, Adam keeps his cards close to his chest. So he, he, doesn't, he doesn't tell you who he's talking to, who's going on dates with, you know. Um, but he's another guy that's been really training really hard in the off-season. He's coming off an ACL, so... Uh, yeah, I think it's scheduled to. I think it's scheduled to run run soon. So um, you forgot no, about traction. forgot about that, didn't right. you? And I forgot about Adam Dewey. Put him at lock. Yeah, you know, you know, sources for us, Brian, in the love. I Stacey. mentioned that to him actually. I mentioned that yeah. to him. I want, I want him. I want him, you, him playing play lock. lock? Yeah, bit I'll, of Isaiah Yo roll. I'll burst that bubble. He'll never play. He'll never play lock. He's, he's oh. not playing lock. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. Or I actually asked him that. I, I asked him that, and he said, "Yeah, no chance." He's, 
In the love stakes, you're essentially our conduit to the young punks as to how they live their life mm. vicariously. We're living through them. But we, we would meet through being out, wouldn't we, Brian? We'd meet someone at a club or mm. we'd know someone. That's pretty much yep. how it always yep. happens. You're saying there was no social media. No social media. So would you say these days when these dates with Adam Dewey or whoever the case may be, are they mostly through social media or are they, is there still hope for those meeting people out and about? Yeah, I think the hope is diminishing meeting people out. Oh, yeah. Let's face it. Uh, like, you've got to enjoy the cost days. So, you know, like, we were jumping from club to club, all sorts of people. Uh, oh, yeah. But now, yeah. Yeah. Some in the street. Now you've got all sorts of apps, you know. You've got your Tinder, Instagram, whatnot. Grind mm. up that alley. But, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's very easy to pick up on just picking up your phone. Honestly, yeah, well, I, I um, I've a, a lot. I've asked a lot of these young players, and what it is, when you go on to a person that you're keen on, yep. all you've got to do is comment in that photo just eyes. You know, you can get big yeah. eyes. Yeah, what? Well, so everyone else can yeah. see it. Everyone else can see it. So but that's pe- code. But pe- well, it's not much of a code. Everyone can see it. No, no, you do it. To, so everyone sees it. Right. And then they'll, they'll respond back. Obviously, with a DM. So it's not to a story or anything. They're just going no, just loud and proud. Here's my eyes. Eyes, which means I'm eyes looking. Eyes footy. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> at you. Also, the fire. The fire emoji on a gill Fire emoji. Fire emoji. I heard that works as a trade as well. Okay. Well, I've been speaking to Braith Nasta, who's all over this sort of stuff. Wow. And, um, I mean, he's, he doesn't need to. Couldn't they just like that sort of stuff? So no, Braith... it's, it's got to be cryptic. And you can't start well, putting... not cryptic. Well, it is, because what's eyes mean? I'm just looking at you. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to get oh. the big eggplant out, are you? No, but I'm saying if you just like it, and they see... Too for the eggplant, is <laughs> When's the plan of the egg variety start? Yeah. Like, how, how, what, are you talking on on the phone, <laughs> or can you just go eyes, uh. flame, eggplant? There's one way to find out, Flash. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> but you know what, right? It's see, it's it's oh, we're done, source. We've got to get to a break, mate. Thank you for uh, no, helping us train the dating uh, game down, and we're going to train the house down. So we're getting back on, Brian. And how do we get, how do we get the Let's Trot podcast source? Where do we go for that? Just go on to my it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube. Um, jump yeah. on our socials as well. Um, right. We've got we've got a lot of cool guests coming up as well. Awesome. Um, I'm actually catching up with Ben Kemp on Tuesday next week. Oh, uh, we'll so, the beat. Yeah, we'll um, sit down and talk about the upcoming season, underdogs, you know, finish your favourites, all that. So, yeah. See you, Sauce. We're going to cut off here soon. See you, brother. See you, mate. Bye. 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 Bye